98% of um, the buyer pool is non-visual. So it's only 2% that can look past your stuff and the, the rest of them need to be shown. So, I mean, that right there, like it, it's a, it's a no brainer. You're listening to Realtor in Your Pocket podcast. Do you want a head start on buying, selling, or renting in Ottawa? You're in the right place. Every episode brings you great advice and insight that you can keep in your back pocket until you make your move. And now, here's your host, Nick Funditis. Hey, I'm Nick Funditis, and I'm joined today on the podcast by Kaylin Nicholson from Room Remedy. Kaylin, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so a little bit of background is that Kaylin and I actually work together on every single one of our listings, that uh, staging is something I really believe in, but I'm going to let her introduce herself and her company. So uh, tell me what you do. So my name's Kaylin Nicholson. Uh, I'm a home staging professional. Uh, I've been in the business since, uh, well, my mom started the business uh, in 2002. So I originally was just child labor, um, went away to university, got a marketing and human resources, uh, studied uh, marketing and human resources. And then um, from there came back and worked for the big employer here in Ottawa, government, um, but realized that real estate was really the pace that I, I enjoyed and um, went back into business with my mom and now have uh, become a partnership with her and uh, eventually will take over the business when she's ready to retire, but she's the Energizer Bunny and is still going strong. So uh, we're a great mother-daughter team and uh, um, our whole point of business is to make sure that we are helping sellers get ready for sale, um, making sure that they are putting the right investment into their home and uh, making their property as saleable as possible. Right. And, and that's, in a nutshell, that's, that's what I tell people Astasia does too, is that we are helping you show the home in the best light as possible, best light possible, and it helps the house sell quicker and for more money. That's right. Yeah. So you're a stager, you said it a little bit, but what you do. So talk me through a little bit what that looks like. Right. Okay. So we have multiple services and, and different stagers do different things. Um, but for the most part, the core is about um, getting you to mark you, the seller to market, um, with the best return on investment. And some of those things uh, can be done really, really cheaply, like cleaning and decluttering. We can do those practically for free, short of like a little bit of cleaning supplies and boxes. Um, so our major bread and butter, the, the, the thing that um, we're known for is our, is our consultations, um, where we walk through the home with our sellers. Um, we start right at the front door and we discuss things like, what's your time constraints? What's your budget? And where are you going? Uh, that certainly helps us uh, figure out, you know, are they going to be downsizing? Are they going across the country and they won't be taking other content? Um, and it just gives us a really good understanding of um, where, the, where the seller's coming from. And then from there, we walk through room by room, by room um, to discuss all the things that will help elevate the home saleability. Um, so we're discussing uh, cleanliness and decluttering as well as uh, furniture placement, um, as, and amongst many other things like lighting um, and, and updates that sometimes is because things are damaged, but also because they may be um, no longer uh, what the current demographic is 
looking for in a home. Um, certainly, we find that uh, the average, the, the numbers are that the average seller is 57, but the average buyer is 37. So we're constantly looking to make sure that we're bridging that 20 year gap and, and making sure that they, the seller understands that it's not about their home and what they've done with it. It's, it's you know, we, how we live is entirely different to how we sell. I mean, people always say, oh, your home must be beautiful. No, don't come over. It, it, we're, <laughs> we're living in it. It's, you know, there's dishes out. Um, but when you're on the market, you're selling, a, selling something. You would never buy the hamburger at the bottom of the bag from a takeout bag. You want the one that's on the commercial, you know, the, the takeout joints. You want the beautiful you want the um, sexy hamburger. Food. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And so that's kind of what we're, we're trying to produce. Um, so that's what, that's the main one is the consulting and, and really we're, we're focused on getting you sold and getting you sold well. Um, and by well, I mean quickly and, uh, for the most money. So we, uh, we work with whatever constraints that you have. And we obviously, ideally you take all of our advice, but we understand that you have two kids working from home, like doing school from home and, you know, uh, you, you might yourself be working from home and, or on shift jobs or whatever. So, you know, we, we get that not everybody is cookie cutter. And so every consultation is to the client themselves and for their home and not just a checklist of, um, you know, you should move your art, uh, your family photos um, off the walls and replace it with a piece of art because everybody knows that now. And I think there's enough HGTV shows out there. Um, so we do the more personal touch. Now, the other thing is that we do is, um, staging services in terms of furniture rental and, and staging materials. So, okay, so what's, um, so what's that like? Uh, so that's, that's more of um, when, for example, property is vacant. And here in the city of Ottawa, we have a lot of that because we have um, a lot of uh, government and Department of Foreign Affairs and military who have to move and they have to move ahead um, of perhaps when they can actually list. So they take all their contents with them and then the home's vacant and, and the homes just don't sell as well when they're vacant because for one, they just don't feel as warm and inviting, but also because sometimes if the property is unique and unique is lovely, it's difficult to place furniture, place furniture mentally. So um, we don't, you know, the average buyer can't really figure out the size of a room. So what we do is we bring furniture in. To what, is, what, do you, what do you mean by that? When an average buyer can't figure out the size of a room? Um, because so I, I know I, what you mean, but, uh, but let's explain for the listener. So the... Um, if I told you the room was 12 by 16, would you know what to put in it? Most people wouldn't. So if there's a beautiful fireplace and a gorgeous window and vaulted ceilings and all these things to look at, um, and there's really nowhere, you know, especially with open concept, there's no particular wall to necessarily put the sofa on, the client looks at the, the, the buyer looks at the home and goes, okay, this is a gorgeous room. It has lots of beautiful features, but I don't know what to do with it. So by bringing in furniture, um, it gives the buyer something to actually establish the, their uh, metric system on, if you will. And so, you know, having that sofa in the room shows them that a three-seater fits and, you know, you can get a chair and that there's an empty corner for my grandfather clock or my high chair or whatever the, the case may be. Um, so it, uh, it not only obviously presents it better because it feels homier, but it also allows people to understand what they're walking into and where their furniture is going to be placed. That's perfect. And then the only other thing I wanted to go back to, as you said, um, people have different, um, time constraints. Now that can mean, right. that can mean a couple things. 
but what the, what does time constraints usually mean when you're kind of triaging what you should like what you do sure. and don't have time for yeah absolutely yeah. so sometimes we walk into a consultation and photos are tomorrow and so we're going okay we're doing it. Um, we got to think about what, uh, what is absolutely necessary for photos for tomorrow. Um, now, sometimes it's because they've, ha they've already bought a house. That's another time constraint is that they've bought one and they've got bridge financing and they got to go. And so we need to get them on the market as soon as possible. And then sometimes it's just simply um, they've got three kids in multiple different sports. They're both very busy professionals and they don't have a minute to spare. So sometimes that time constraint can even be a year ahead. They know that they're not going to be able to do this um, by tomorrow. So, so, I mean, we can come in as early as, you know, a year or, or even more ahead of time or as late as the day before. And we will absolutely figure out what are the best, uh, best recommendations and the best advice for you, the, the seller who has whatever that time constraint may be. And, and I can say that from experience. We have we have two mutual clients at least at the moment, yeah. uh, and one of them will be listing in a month, and we, and we know that we know that they're going to list in a month. They're, but they've lived in the house for thirty five years, so right. there's there's thirty five years of living and raising children and and all like so many like there's so many gorgeous family photos and memories and things like that. Right. Yeah. But they we're having them in had, had you guys come in a month early because we know that there's work to be done. We know that they're retired. They have time, and they're and they're yeah. young, retired. Like they still can move all the mm -hmm. things they need to do, but they, you know, they want that cushion. So they're not trying to cram it into a couple of weekends before. And then, right. and then somebody else that that, um, that you just connected with, uh, we don't know when they're going to move, but we know they are going to move. Mm -hmm. So what we said right. is why why not have you in early, and then you can take care of these things at your pace. You can take the full list. And if you really want to make the house look the best, you can you can do as much of that list as you can. And I always tell my clients who work with you, I said, I say that Judy and Caitlin are going to come in and you're going to make a list together or they're going to make a list or however you've arranged it. And everything on that list is a good idea, but everything <laughs> on that list might not be feasible for your right. life. You still have to have a life. And right. so you can ask them what are kind of the high priority things, or we can talk afterwards about what are the what are the high priority things to get done in the time that you have available? So, so I totally get what you're saying there. And, and I think that's a, that's a good point for anybody considering staging their home, that it's not always, you know, let's take your stuff out and replace it with, you know, cool new hotel looking stuff, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's usually working with what you have and doing it in a really kind of figuring it out in a very human manner, how to do it. Yeah. Okay. And, and a lot of times it, it might not, it often is a blend actually. So we'll do the consultation and we'll see that you have great living room furniture, but that your dining room has a six-year-old, a four-year-old and a two and a half-year-old who's been drawing on it. So obviously, you know, it's doing the job for the family. Um, but when you want the best foot forward, your best first impression when you go to sale, um, maybe removing the uh, arts and crafts table and bringing in a dining table and, you know, a couple pieces of art to replace the family photos. Um, because we love family photos. Uh, you know, I, I mean, we love the charm of it, but what we actually find more so than the fact that the, the general rule is that people can't feel like they, they can see them, their own family there is that they actually get distracted 
I mean, now we've got really gorgeous family photos and uh, wedding photos that are uh, usually done by professionals and they're really interesting. And then they're missing the cove, you know, molding on the ceiling or the gorgeous bay window or, you know, the extended, um, you know, kitchen island counter that you've added. And they're busy looking at your cute babies. Like we want them focused on, on the property. Um, I call it buyer ADD. We want to keep them focused. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, what you end up doing is it becomes like an anthropological study of whoever lives in the house. And you're trying to figure out who they are and how they yeah. live. But really, and you're trying to figure out the house you can that live is in that uh, house. Yeah. yeah. And especially these days during COVID, where usually max you have a half hour in a house to go show mm -hmm. it. So, mm -hmm. you know, you want people to be focused on what the house is. Hey, it's Nick Funditis. Question What's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Instagram? Do you Reddit? No matter where you are, I'd love for you to find me there and connect. All you need to do is type at Nick Funditis and follow and let's you and I connect. I'd love to be able to provide you the right answers, the right resources and the right content to help you make your next move. If you send me a question, I always answer back. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. Okay, so you've sort of answered this already. But when do you typically get involved in the list in the listing process? Right. Um, so I would say that generally speaking, um, the realtor is who's bringing me in. Um, sometimes, uh, like I've already touched on, it is a day before photos. Sometimes it is, you know, two years, years um, in advance. And what we're seeing today is that the market, which used to be that you would uh, buy sorry, you would sell your house and then you'd go looking to, to purchase given what you have in your pocket from uh, your, your sale uh, is now kind of flipped on its head. And we're seeing a lot more where people are buying first and then selling once they've gotten their hands on something because the, uh, the stock in the city is quite low. Um, so what we're seeing is we're actually coming in far in advance of when um, we, people would necessarily uh, be selling because they want to get a head start excuse me, get a head start on the staging process and so that they're ready to jump when they finally find the house of their dreams, their forever home, then they can sell theirs and they are ready to go because they're equipped with all the recommendations that we've already made. Super. So uh, how, do, how does staging make a difference? Are there any are there any stats out there? This is one thing that I can never find, but like I know it to be true because I've been in thousands of houses and I've seen staged and unstaged and I've listed staged and unstaged at different points. Uh, and I know it makes a huge difference, but, but how does it make a difference? So there are stats. <clears throat> Canadian stats are terrible in terms of um, uh, an organization that's actually been able to um, equip us with, with content. Uh, most of the information is coming in from the States. Um, okay. But re really, the, the statistics um, that are out there, uh, all the, albeit American, are really proving that it does in fact work. Um, so they take it from an opinion, like the, so they're, um, it's a staging profile by the National Association of Realtors from the States. And uh, they interviewed uh, selling agents and buying agents and got their opinions on what they feel that their, um, their buyers and uh, their buyers were, and sellers were, were um, feeling through the process. And, and basically I think the numbers are up to like, in the 2021 survey, I think the numbers were up to like 83% of um, uh, buying agents believe that staging has like a 
medium to large impact. And like none of them think that it's uh, detrimental and a small uh, group of them uh, feel that it was, um, you know, that they couldn't uh, comment on the subject just because, you know, they were, they sure. were neutral on the subject. Uh, that, that's the statistics um, from the States. My the empirical that I have, um, I actually just did one recently in 2022 that I think is um, probably the best example um, because staging really is about making sure that you're better uh, than your the, the the competition like your neighbor. So same market, um, likely similar home, you know, similar price point. Um, and I did one where the homeowner did. Uh, he was a builder who had multiple units um, uh, that he was he uh, had just built, and he was putting as they were coming as they were being completed. He was putting them up on the market. He put his first one on the market. He had done the staging himself. He had done a great job, but he had done um, a what I would call like a vignette. He you know just a little bit of touches here and there, um, and it wasn't it wasn't really doing well. Um, it had sat on the market in a very hot market, uh, for a little while. His next one, uh, his next plot had, um, come to be finished and this time I decided to hire us. Um, the, the first, ex the one that I was talking about originally, that one is larger, um, than the unit that I, uh, staged and the one that I staged, or we staged, remedy, Judy's involved, um, staged, um, it was sold in a day. Perfect. So that for me is a perfect example of the difference between um, doing a half a half a step to put your put your best foot forward versus doing the whole thing. And so, you know, um, I, I do want to bring this back to the open open concept conversation is that the less walls we have, the more open concept it is, the the nicer it is to be able to have that uh, communication with the next room and being able to, you know, be able to watch TV perhaps from the kitchen. But it does mean that sometimes that your furniture has to float. And when you don't have um, that example of where the furniture is supposed to go and, and can visualize what we're actually, um, where we're supposed to be placing the furniture. I think a lot of people do truly struggle. The, the numbers now are 98% um, of um, the buyer pool is non-visual. So it's only 2% that can look past your stuff and the, the rest of them need to be shown. So, I mean, that right, right. there, like it, it's a, it's a no brainer, so. Awesome. Okay. So the most pointed question out of all of these, so it's a seller's market though. So it's, we are, you know, it's 2022 right now, as we record this properties are selling quickly, like a, a week's feels like it's a long time. And that's only because we're delaying offers. So right. if, if a home's going to sell anyways, why do we need staging? Sure. And it's a perfectly reasonable question. And we're getting that a lot right now. Um, I think first and foremost is uh, it absolutely is a seller's market. There is way more, uh, there are way more buyers out there than there is uh, content to be able to be sold. Um, so there are buyers who outnumber the sellers. But with that said, the buyers are still very picky. Um, they may not be as picky as they were when it was a uh, buyer's market. Um, but certainly now that we're looking at what is being sold, what we're seeing is if you are a good price and well presented, and by that I mean you're taking the recommendations of your stager, you're um, doing all the steps that 
you can, again, within budget and time constraint, um, we're seeing that those are not just selling at asking, but going well above and beyond um, the, uh, the, the asking price. And that comes into time as well, is that time on market is reduced because usually um, we are getting, we're seeing that offers are being presented before perhaps this, uh, this offer date that, that the conveyance of offer date that, um, that a lot of properties and listings are, are uh, presenting now. So um, if you're well-priced and in a good neighborhood and, and, and you're, uh, you know, you're, you're well-presented, of course, you're going to sell, but the better, the more recommendations that you can do um, in terms of what your stager is recommending, the, you know, the more buyers that are going to be interested and in handing you offers. And that's what you want. I mean, that's everyone's dream is that they have, you know, offer day comes and there's 10 offers with all really good, um, you know, listing prices with, uh, or offer prices with it. And uh, they're clamoring for, for your property. I mean, how, how does that not feel great? Yeah. If, well, and not just does it feel great, it feels pretty great in the bank account later as a seller. For sure. <laughs> if you've, you know, if you've listed the place and it's sold faster and for more money and, you know, maybe anecdotally, maybe that neighbor who said you'd never sell it at that price, you get to go say, Hey, no, we didn't sell at that price. We sold it for 50,000 more. That's that. it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That feels pretty good too. Now you said there's two different, is it two kind of two different levels of staging or is there more? Like there's a consultation and then there's physical staging or is there something in between? Um, yeah, so the consultation, um, is, we have two options. We have a verbal and a written so that, you know, if somebody has a baby in their arms and they're trying to also make sure that the, the kindergartner who's just gotten home is, has a snack and they have no hands left to, to be able to, to write with, certainly um, we do also provide a, we can provide a report um, with our consultations. Um, and let's say, that same example of, of a seller is going like, I work a full-time job. My husband has been deployed. I, um, my hands are full. I, I absolutely believe that your recommendations are, um, they stand true. I just don't have the time. Can I employ you? That's where we can absolutely help with, you know, the decluttering, the styling. Um, and we also have a, like a project management and uh, shopping service. So uh, if you do need a trade in, where you know, um, like I'm, I'm good. I can, I can change the light bulb, but I'm not necessarily going to change your, your electrical. Um, you know, I'm not going to change your, your dining room. Yeah, a chandelier or so something like we, that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we can oversee um, an electrician coming in and doing that. And then certainly, if you don't know what chandelier to buy, um, that's, excuse me, again, that's something that we can do. We can, we can purchase on your behalf. And then, uh, yeah, we, we basically try to. Our whole role is to give you all the information that you can. And if you can do it yourself, that's great. And if you can, I, I have somebody who can, or I can um, do it myself to make sure that this is a seamless process for you. Because moving after you know funerals is one of the most stressful times in people's lives. So we want to reduce the stress. We get that it's a stressful time. Um, and sometimes we forget, forget in the industry that you know, this is not normal, that you know, this pace is crazy. Um, so we always want to make sure that people are enjoying their experience so that, you know, if they're not comfortable in their home and they want to move again, that it, that it was an enjoyable time last time, or at least not as, you know, painful. Um, and that certainly that's something that they, they would, would be comfortable to again, because, you know, we, we are trying to take the pain out of, out of moving because it can be. Sure. Okay. Uh, so even without your professional eye, 
and say like before you came in uh, or if somebody's in a different market, like some little town and they don't have a stager up there, uh, what could somebody get started on themselves to get their house ready, say before you show up? Right. Um, what are the so basics? Generally speaking, um, we would say that like, uh, for example, if um, we're gonna go in to a, do a staging consultation in a week, but the people are very excited and they wanna get started, um, but they don't wanna do anything that is, well, I'll later say was, was not the, the right recommendation. Um, I always recommend making sure to start with decluttering, clear off your counters, clear out your closets where you can, take anything that's out of season or out of size and pack it up. Luggage is a great way to be able to store things that are um, out of season. And then, um, as well, we all have that drawer, that Tupperware drawer or whatever it is for, for you that is just a little too full. The more interested the buyers are in your home, the more likely they are going to be able to touch and feel like and, and, and um, engage with your kitchen. So you do want to make sure that the, the things that are behind the doors are, are also tidy. And then just generally cleaning, making sure that, you know, the, that the grout in the bath is clean and that the silicone um, around the sink and around the tub is, uh, you know, not filled with black molds because it happens, it's just life, but, you know, making sure that that's clean, you know, cleaned out and, and given a good scrub and that the appliances look really, really good because, you know, cleaning a fridge does not, doesn't take five minutes. So, you know, those are all great ones that you can do that just makes the home feel fresh and, and well taken care of. And then from there, once we actually arrive, that's when, you know, because what we find sometimes is people they go, okay, I'm going to declutter and they empty their bookshelf. And then we get there and it's empty and we go, okay, you went too far. <laughs> so, you know, we, that's it. Exactly. Because it's, it, it, you know, if you have those or if you have um, textbooks in your bookshelf, then certainly those are things that we're going to tell you to take down, but you do have to bring it back. You do have to look like you still live there. You want to be, you want buyers to be engaged with your home. And, and the first thing that you want to do is to make sure that that humanity is, is still there or else it looks like you're disengaged and you're gone and you don't care. So you want to make sure that they're still that it conveys that you're still interested in your home. And then in terms of somebody who may not who may be from a smaller town who uh, or out of this town where I can't help um, per se, um, then really what I would start with is um, is contacting a realtor um, who works with a stage or, or you know and they, you may not know that right away but certainly contacting a re realtor will, will certainly help they'll put you in touch with somebody um, who they trust and and otherwise I, I know that Nick has learned a lot of tips along the way so well, and, and, um, and I have but when I sold my last house a few years ago what did I do I had I had you do <laughs> you in like Right. And I was happy to do it because I knew we would be better. Plus, it has the added value of the advice coming from somebody, like the advice going to my wife from somebody who's not me. So That's which right. makes a world of yeah. difference as to whether it lands or not. Yeah, the objectivity is really important. Yeah. Because I, I, I can think of few people who have less sort of influence on her opinion than I do. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, I feel, I feel honored. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, us, uh, us redheads, uh, we, uh, we have strong opinions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now you've said, you said about taking stuff off the bookshelf. Is there anything else that, uh, that people will screw up when they, when they stage their house or if they try and do it on their own? Anything they'll screw up? Um, I, I mean, screw up is a strong word. I, sure. I, I, I uh, well, cause most screw ups can be at least taken care of like after, 
after the fact. They could be reversed. Um, yeah, so like the conversation I was saying, like making sure that if you're taking photos down, um, that you're either, um, you know, cleaning the wall after if it's hung on the wall, um, you know, so that there's, because often they'll leave little scratch marks or sure. nail holes. So making sure that those are patched um, or putting a piece of art up because it can be very uh, lonely looking if, uh, if you've removed all the family out of the room and then you haven't put anything back up. So that's one of the ones that I would say is, um, is more of like the styling portion. Um, one of the things that I find that people don't pay enough attention to, especially in the winter, is um, making sure that your front walkway and the uh, exterior isn't properly prepared for um, the buyers to come in. We in Thank you Ottawa for have, saying that for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs to hear? We have this freeze, thaw, freeze, thaw. It's called like, I don't know, third winter, second spring type of thing. Um, and the driveways become this sheet of ice but you have to be prepared that your buyers are gonna come in and love the house. And the last thing you want is them to slip on the ice on the way out and fall on their duff. That does not send a good impression on the way out. So making sure that the, um, the exterior is really, um, you know, well uh, groomed for lack of a better term and making sure that your mailbox is uh, dusted, your light fixtures are clean with the proper bulbs working because a lot of the, the showings are night showings. And then just remember that, you know, the, it takes a minute for the realtor to open the eye box. So while they're fiddling with the lockbox, you know, the buyer is looking around, checking the, the, the front door and the porch and anything. So you want to make sure that, you know, all the cobwebs are gone and, and that, you know, we're out of Christmas season now that the Christmas lights are taken down. And, you know, that goes the same way in the spring. As soon as that garden, as soon as we have the, the, the melt, the snow melt, we want to make sure that those gardens are looking really good. Um, and I feel like people, they, they forget about that. Um, otherwise, it's really about making sure that the inside of the home is at minimum, like the, the, the broken is fixed. So if you have um, a faucet that leaks, like you're not attracting anybody with a leaky faucet. So making sure that that's either repaired or replaced. Um, and, you know, that can go any, that can be simple things like um, a crack in the, uh, in the wall that's, you know, non-foundation related whatsoever. Um, you know, it could be seasonal separation, but, you know, you're, you're not going on the market in a month when it, when it fills back in, you're going on now. So you got to make sure that those items are, are dealt with. So at a very, very minimum, it needs to be clean and it needs to feel well taken care of. After that, styling is really important. And certainly that's where um, Judy and I come in and make sure that, that uh, the sellers um, are really well aware of where to put their best dollars um, because the return on investment after painting being number one, uh, lighting being number two, um, styling is number three because it really is really important to, styling is really important to, um, to the overall look and, and the engagement that buyers are going to have. Wonderful. So uh, last two questions here then. So assuming that somebody's not in Ottawa, because here we have we have you, and I'm very confident that you're the, the best stagers that I know. Um, and so Thank somebody's you. out of town that can't hire you. How do they go finding a great stager in, in their town? Because not all stagers are created equal, right? So uh, what, right. what are they looking for? How are they finding somebody who's really good? Right. So, um, I mean, first things first, like I said, I would contact um, my realtor of choice. They are likely to have um, a stager in their pocket um, that is going to um, be a really good fit 
because uh, they've vetted them already. Um, if you're not ready to start speaking with a realtor and you want to get a head start before even the realtor, then I would um, look at reviews uh, online. I think the Better Business Bureau is a great way to um, do a little bit of research on uh, what the quality of the, the stager is. Now, granted, there's all sorts of um, different accreditations that um, the staging professionals can have. Um, but I think really what it comes down to is, is word of mouth and, uh, and referral. Um, so if uh, you've got friends who sold recently, what did they do? Um, who, did they, who did they work with? And making sure that um, you're really doing your due diligence. Ask, ask some questions like, um, beyond what do you charge? Um, you know, what, like how many years in business have you been? Um, what, uh, what's, your, what's your biggest, uh, what's the property that you're proudest of and why? Those are simple questions for me. You know, I, I've been in business since 2011. Uh, I have a lot of different ones that I'm really proud of, but certainly some of the, the ones with the biggest transformations are always the, the funnest to, to discuss. And, and certainly you'll get a good feel from the stager that you're speaking with. Uh, once you've gotten, you know, the best way to figure out what they're gonna do in the future is to talk about their history. Yeah. Uh, and then the very last thing, how can people find you to, to hire you or ask you questions or send you fan mail? Uh, to send me fan mail. I would love fan mail. Um, so our website is www.roomremedy.ca. Uh, um, and uh, you can also email us at info at roomremedy.ca. And then if you want to call us, because we're happy to talk to you, email you, or uh, uh, we have a contact um, section on our website. Um, our um, phone number is 613 Three seven five zero six eight. I should know my own phone number. <laughs> that looks right. Yeah, I can see it on screen. Um, so, so thank you very much. I'll, I'll add that contact details in the show notes as well as a transcript too. Thanks so much for joining. Absolutely, it was a pleasure, and uh, thanks for having me. What is people first when it comes to real estate? After all, we're buying and selling properties, so is it really about people? People first just means that people are more important than properties. It means that at the heart of every move, there's a human story. And that's why my team and I have to be excellent for you every time you buy or sell a home. That's why we take so much time to educate all our clients on the market and on the process. That's why we are continually improving our processes, honing our negotiation skills so that you know you are getting Ottawa's best when you work with us. That's why we stay in touch year after year with our past clients because I believe and we believe as a team that being a business in Ottawa means that we have an obligation to our community to improve it, to serve it and to connect the people who live in it. In an era where property sales are often prioritized over people, our team puts relationships first. One client at a time, one relationship at a time. That's people first real estate.